This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. This is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to The Courage Cast. Today's episode, again, continues in the journey through the book Chase the Lion by Pastor Mark Batterson of National Community Church in Washington, D.C. In this chapter, which is called Field of Dreams, Batterson speaks to my heart. My heart stirs when I think about changing my pace and changing the place and stirring my imagination, changing of perspective, walking in your field of dreams. What stirs up in you when you think about going to a location that symbolizes adventure? For you. For me, last summer, when I was recording the Courage Cast, actually, my family and I went to Montana. Now, I had never been to Montana, and specifically Glacier National Park. And then we went to Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and then Yellowstone National Park. Absolutely one of my favorite trips. That I've taken. Unmatched beauty. The only more beautiful or just as beautiful location for me is on top of Mount Hafelakar in Innsbruck, Austria, which is where what, what I consider one of my fields of dreams. It's the mountain that I climbed in 1991, the summer of 1991, where I heard, I believe it was God's voice saying to me, I want you to ask your future wife to marry you on top of this mountain. And I was able to fulfill that dream in 1997, six years later. And I asked Chrissy to marry me at the same spot where I believe God told me to, to do that. It was truly a life-changing moment. Um, and this book just brings up adventure for me and brings up what it really means to walk in faith and hear from God and get away from the day-to-day in order to hear the dream giver, who is God, speak. And I think we all need a field of dreams. We all need to, to hear from God. We all desire to hear from him. If you're stuck in a rut or if you're kind of stuck in the day-to-day do maybe what Joel Mom did, which is create, well, he created, maybe attend Summit Leaders, 
which is an organization that Mark Batterson's a part of, where you get a change of pace and you get a change of place, which equals a change of perspective. Basically going to places that you would not normally go on your own with a team and having those opportunities to experience revelation, to experience dreams coming alive, to see a new vision, experience a new dream. Get outside the tent of your life. Get outside the house, the office. Look up to the sky. Get outside and look up. Look at the same stars that that God showed Abraham when he said, this this is how many people that will come after you. I love this, this chapter. And to be honest with you, I'm not even finished reading it. But some of my favorite quotes are, your dream is more than a dream, it's a calling. And if you forget the fact that God called you, you forget why you do what you do and who you do it for, you're going to be missing something. There's something about going back to a place where God has proven himself faithful that builds our faith even more. And it's not just a walk down memory lane. Those memories fuel faith and stoke the imagination. That's why I was, I've been blessed to go back to that location since we got engaged two other times since 1997. I got to show my kids. I even got to show my in-laws what I experienced and what we experienced together. Chrissy and I have gotten to go back. When you go back to a place where God has already done a miracle, you have twice the faith. So I guess I have three times the faith. (laughs) Before going wherever God wants you to take you next, is there some place you need to go back to? Sometimes the way forward is backward. The farther backward you can look, said Winston Churchill the farther forward you can see. Dreams aren't just born, they are sometimes born again. And then this is another great word here. I'm just going to read two paragraphs. Most dreams die not because they're wrong, they're the wrong dream, but because the timing is wrong. We're not ready for it, or it isn't ready for us. But what seems like a waiting period is really a grace period. Don't put a period where God puts a comma. When the time is right, dust off the dream and rededicate it to God. Church planning isn't the only dream that took me two attempts. So did the book In a Pit with a Lion on a Snowy Day. I didn't write the book once. I wrote it twice. It took two attempts to get a contract on the crack house that is now Ebenezer's Coffee House. The first contract fell through, and I'm glad it did. God knew we needed another year of financial and numerical growth under our belt before undertaking that project. It felt like a waste of time when it happened, 
but God's timing is perfect. And I, I also want to add, God's time is never wasted. Never wasted. If you're feeling like you've just experienced a waste of time, don't. God's time is never wasted. His timing is perfect. And more often than not, what, what we perceive as a no is really a not yet. And I would add, more often than not, when we perceive God to be distant, he's closer than ever. He's closer than ever. He's with you in your disappointments just as much as he's with you when you feel most alive and full of his dreams. He's, he's with you when you feel alone and when you feel like, like he's not answering your prayer or he's not giving you the answer you want. He's with you. He's always with you. I want to finish with this, and, and I know it might be something you've heard before. This is um, the uh, follow-up of a part of the book where he talks about his, his spiritual father. Um, and his spiritual father, who was a pastor, um, was asked to be the president of a school, of a Christian school. And this is how the story goes. When the chairman of the board at Bethany asked Dick to reconsider, he began to pray. He was lying on his bed, wrestling with God that day when he heard the still small voice of the Holy Spirit. The Spirit said something like this. You know you can pastor, but you aren't sure if you can president. You're afraid of risking your reputation. You're afraid of failing. Aren't you glad I wasn't? When we operate in faith, we aren't risking our reputation. We're risking God's reputation. And God can handle himself just fine, thank you. You may doubt yourself because of your lack of education or lack of experience, but if God has called you, you aren't really doubting yourself. You're doubting God. God doesn't call the qualified. God qualifies the call. He qualifies the called. Don't settle for your plan A. Go after God's plan, which a lot of times is your plan B, or it's really his plan A. And um, this, this section just talks about taking leaps of faith. If you wait for God to part the Jordan River, you're going to be waiting the rest of your life. You have to step into the river and get your feet wet before God will part the river. Faith is taking the first step before God reveals the second step. If doubt is putting your circumstances between you and God, faith is putting God between you and your circumstances. If doubt is putting your circumstances between you and God. Faith is putting God between you and your circumstances. Faith is unlearning your fears until all that's left is the fear of God. Faith is the willingness to look foolish. 
Faith is taking the first step before God reveals the second step. Gratitude is thanking God after he does it. Faith is thanking God before he does it. And of course, in Field of Dreams, you all know the movie Field of Dreams. I need to watch that with my boys. I think they would really like it. If you build it, he will come. But you first have to build it. You have to go after it. You have to go after it. That's the same as kingdom building. If you build it, God will come. If you believe and know in faith that you're doing something because God has called you to it or with a purpose in mind to glorify God, he'll show up. He'll show up. But you first have to build it. And he will come. He is faithful. He sees your faith. He sees your efforts. And he honors you just as you've honored him. Well, I hope this spoke to someone today. I had a few people in my mind's eye as I was reading and sharing this part of the book with you. Please talk about it in the Courageous Community. Go to CourageousCommunity.com and be a part of the conversation on Facebook. Also, if you write a rating and review, I'll send you a t-shirt. You have to just go to iTunes and rate this podcast and write a review. Email me at eric at CourageousCommunity.com with your t-shirt size and your address, and I would love to get you a t-shirt. The women's t-shirts, by the way, Everybody loves them. They're that nice, soft cotton. And um, I get to see a lot of people wearing their Courageous Community shirts all over, the, all over social media. And that's really cool for me. Makes me realize that you have to put on courage. You have to put on your lion. And um, when, especially when you need it. When you're feeling Fearful. Put on that Courageous Community shirt. I'm serious. Experience the Lion of Judah. How powerful he is. And remind yourself that faith in him is stronger than any fear that you experience. That's it for me, friends. I'm Eric Nordoff, and I'll be back again on the next episode of Courage Cast. <laughs>